Tana, Tana, Tana. Wait, what do you guys think? Pretty, pretty good Bob's Burgers impression? Hmm? Tana. Meh. I don't think you sound that much like Bob. Well, nope. there was one day where I did it well. That was in his early season. Like 13 seasons ago, I could do a Bob impression. <laughs> clearly, clearly I've fallen out of it. Anyways, I'm Bob. I'm Pajama Casey. And I'm Show. And we've worn our, our spooky week outfits of Bob's Burgers. And if you've been watching the cloud for a while, clearly Pajama Sam, I say clearly... Because that's what you all clearly do. Is, is this a, a cape or like a curtain? No, it's a cape. Isn't, isn't his cape is just a blanket from his bed or something? It's red, but I don't know what it is. All right. But. And this is the greatest show. Is that what you're going for? It's, it's just a showman costume. All right. See, and this cape even has memories of when I got almost bit by a dog. Is that true? I feel like we need to ask for more information on this story. Is this your dog? Someone else's dog? I think it was a neighbor's dog. You were wearing a cape in the neighbor's house? No, it was... I was outside. The neighbor's wearing dog got loose. Yeah, because I was probably like five at the time. Oh, oh okay. Because <laughs> this used to go down to my ankles. Mm. And it currently now goes, goes down to my waist. Still have that cape, cape is older than I am. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, probably is actually. And, and why do you still have this cape? It's a childhood memory. Okay, all right, I was checking. And it still almost fits around my neck, even though it's very, very tight right now. I got chased by some dogs once because I mooed at their cows. I got chased by a turkey. <laughs> I thought my story was going to be the best <laughs> one, but now I'm. How do I top that? My dog chased a turkey, and I. I saw it come out of the woods. I couldn't find the dog, but I just heard, <laughs> and this turkey comes flopping up, <laughs> and then and then uh, there was like a barbed wire fence, but it didn't see it, so its head caught it, <laughs> and it like did a backflip over the barbed wire, hit the ground, and just got up and, <laughs> and then took off. What? <laughs> I was like, hmm. no one's gonna believe me when I tell this story. <laughs> nope. Turkeys are weird. They are weird. They're like ancient dinosaur birds. Think about it. You're not wrong. <laughs> I don't know why we're validating that statement, but all right. <laughs> Genesis 48. Are you ready? This is the last week of Genesis. We have today and then Wednesday. And then Genesis has reached its end. Wow. All 50 chapters. Okay, so in Genesis 48... We're gonna see. We're gonna see some uh, revisit. No, no, it took half a year. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So we're gonna see some revisits of themes that we've seen before, as Genesis tends to do over and over again. In this case, uh, what's gonna happen is Jacob is nearing his end. He's lived in Egypt for more years than when he originally reached there. Um, 
and he's going to live there for a while, and then he's going to reach his end. And before he goes, he calls Joseph in and wants to bless Joseph's sons and bring them into the same blessing that was extended to all the tribes of Israel. So we have the 12 tribes, and then we also add in two more, Jacob, uh, Joseph's two sons that, that he's had, which I just want to pause there for a moment and recognize that, you know, like the blessing is on Israel. Uh, Jacob's, you know, the name that God assigns to Jacob is Israel. That's his name, which is then going to be given to all of the tribes and of Israel and whatnot. Um, but the blessing is on him and his people. And now we actually see them bring in people of another nation, which is what the blessing is, right? That one day all the nations will be blessed because of mm -hmm. what God does to Abraham, which is extended through the tribe of Israel, the tribes of Israel. In this case, though, two of the tribes that the blessing is extended to are only half Hebrew. The other half are Egyptian because Joseph's wife was Egyptian. And so we already see like people of other races being brought into this, this great blessing. But this isn't the first time that an Egyptian has been blessed. Who was the other one? Do you remember? Ishmael's mom. Yeah, Hagar. Hagar, thank you. Hagar, again, the name Hagar more or less is kind of like a reference to like a, a foreigner. And we know that Hagar was Egyptian. And when God sees Hagar and all of her distraughtness, he goes to her and tells her that her children will have many, that her Ishmael will have many children and a great nation kind of will come to be of, of him as well. So God has extended this promise before to, uh, the, to someone outside of just the Israelic race. Yeah, they're, they're Hebrews, but Ishmael is also half Egyptian. And now it's happening again. And this time it's, it's actually a, a human extending the blessing into it, which is almost more surprising. Like God, I, you know, you get it because like God has no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's not a respecter of persons. He has no taste as to like, oh, is, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> what are you saying? When I say he has no taste, I don't mean like, you know, he's not like got like a preference as to like humanity. Like all humans are made in his image and they're all uh If you're talking about like he has no national or nation preference? Well, yeah. I mean, to some extent, the blessing is on Israel as a nation, but God as like a entity loves all people, right? Mm -hmm. Regardless of race, ethnicity, nationality, the list goes on. He loves everybody just the same. So in this particular case, it's interesting to see, like, it's not that, it shouldn't catch us off, off guard that God himself showed Hagar, yes, I love you too, and I'm going to take care of you, especially because Hagar is like the least of these. She's the one who's been abused. But... It almost is maybe a little surprising when you look at Jacob and he's like, I'm going to put the blessing upon uh, Joseph's sons as well. Because humans do tend to uh, not 
respect everyone equally, right? And yet he puts this blessing right onto Joseph's kids. So in the tribes of Israel, those who carry the blessing, we now have the 12 tribes of Israel, but Manasseh is uh, brought in alongside of uh, uh, Ephraim, right? Where is it? It's right in front of me. Yes, Ephraim and Manasseh. Um, so these two come into into uh, the the tribes as well. Now, there's one theme that we've seen before: the extension of blessing onto someone outside of of just like purely Hebrew, if you will. There's another theme here that's interesting. Uh, Ephraim and Manasseh are brought up to uh, Jacob to bless them. And Jacob does something we've seen before. He reaches out to bless <laughs> one child and then <laughs> the other child. Now, this may look strange crossing arms, but symbolically what's going on, he was supposed to bless the oldest <laughs> first and then the younger one, because we've seen that before, right? Throughout the Bible. Jacob himself is what? The younger one. He's the younger one. And we did a whole episode on the ultimate second born, right? There's that one who was almost born first and then pulled the other one back into the womb and they they escaped. <laughs> this is what's going on here. Uh, uh, he He goes to bless the younger one with the like bigger blessing or the more ultimate, if you will, and then crosses arms to bless the other one, which confuses Joseph. He's like... Thinking dad's just really losing it. He's old. He's on his deathbed. He's like, no, hey, dad. He then like tries to like recross his arms. <laughs> no, dad, you messed it up. It's, it's this one. And, and Jacob's like, I know what I did. <laughs> Actually, let's kind of read that part. Uh, when Israel saw Joseph's sons, he said, who are these? Joseph said to his father, there are my sons whom God has given me. And he said, Bring them to me, please, that I may bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim with age. The eyes of Israel were dim with age so that he could not see. So Joseph brought them near him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see your face, and behold, God has let me see your offspring also. Then Joseph removed them from his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth. And Joseph took them both. Ephraim in his right hand, right hand is usually like, you know, something a little more honorable in ancient culture. Ah, oh, sit it to my right, you know. And, and, uh, sorry, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand. Uh, oh, sorry, I said that backwards. You guys follow what's going on? He picks up Ephraim in the hand so that dad will put, like, the the right hand up or the left hand oh my gosh <laughs> you keep mixing it up i don't know who's mixed up more jacob or you joseph picks up the kids in such a way that dad will bless the older one with the correct hand and then the so other. right oldest left youngest is yes what it's supposed but because to be. they're stage directions from each other <laughs> jacob picks up son in stage Nope, not worth it. I'm not still Don't going. Don't do it. Just... Don't go for it. And Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on the head of Ephraim, who is the younger, and his left hand on the hand of Manasseh, crossing his hands. 
for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my father Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has seen, has been my shepherd all my life long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from evil, bless the boys, who's been that angel? Angel of the Lord? Yeah. Which is who? Jesus. Yeah, I mean, the angel is likened to being God throughout Genesis. We've done several episodes on that. You all can go watch that if you want more details. But here is a clear comparison, once again, as to this angel being God or being Jesus, as I often say. The God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, that God, the God who has been the shepherd all my life long to this day, that God, same God, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the boys, the angel, the God, the God. Hold on. He's saying they're all the same person. No, I, I get that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bless the boys part. Yeah. What's I, that about? I, I don't know. I just like to say it like we would today. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the boys. <laughs> like... What is that? Like an old grandma being like... Bless your heart. Mm, yeah. Is that God what, and the angel. Bless the boys. Is that um, what grandmas sound like to you? Maybe. Exactly? <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet your grandma now. I'm just curious. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he blurs the lines between the angel of God and God. Like they are the same person. He just poetically said that, right? Uh, and in them... Let my name be carried on in the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. That was the blessing given to Abraham, given to Isaac, given to Jacob, now extended to these boys who are both Hebrew and Egyptian. Now, can I ask one thing that's like slightly off topic, but kind of on topic? We'll see how off on topic it is and then answer that question so like does it seem weird to you that like there's been a like relationship story for abraham for isaac for jacob but there was no relationship story for joseph it's just like oh hey look he's married now like blink and it was like it happened what do you think like to me it broke olivia like, it just, to me, it seems weird that, like, you know, there was, there was this whole fighting to get the girl throughout all of the other, like... Well, I think that's part of Joseph's story, and just that he finally got to a place and he was able to get things, and a wife was one of those things. But that's still very, like, it's breaking the traditional norm of, like... Is it though? Yeah, but he breaks the traditional norm in a lot of ways because he also lives in Egypt away from his family, goes by an Egyptian name. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would kind of get behind that. To some extent, you have Abraham and Sarah focused on the most as a couple, probably. Then you have Jacob and Rebecca, who are nearly non existent. All we get is their meat cute on the toilet story, right? That's about... That's still at least a story of them, like, meeting. Yeah, but then, like, hardly anything said. Why hardly anything? Like, why are we waiting a generation before we, like, hear the deets again, you know? And then we get to Jacob, whose entire story is about a love quadrilateral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so that becomes a part of it. Whereas, who knows? Maybe Joseph and Asenath 
or however you say her name. I hope it was more pleasant than that. <laughs> Hopefully, Joseph and Asenath. Okay, we'll nickname her for short. Hopefully, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hopefully, Joe and <laughs> Joe and Neth. <laughs> Joe and Neth. Yeah. Hopefully, those two. Maybe they got along so long we didn't need the whole love story. I, I don't know. No. Uh, there actually is a Jewish book. We have these other Jewish books that were considered of some importance later, like Book of Enoch and stuff like that. There is a whole thing between Joseph and Asenath or Asenath. Or Asenath is probably the better way to pronounce it. Um, but they, they have You're their... You're just trying to get a censor, don't you? I'm just saying if you wanted a longer story... There's one written, but it's not biblical. It's not canonical or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think there was as much reason to focus on it here because what was the main story of Joseph? I mean... The love quadrilateral was so you understood all the tribes of Israel and where they came from. Right. Not so much with Joseph. His story is about where his sons came from, how God used him in the midst of everything... It's not that his Save many nations. It's not that his wife wasn't important. It just for Genesis context was not like the focus as to telling the story they needed. It just seemed weird, you know, if the if the promise did pass, you know, then normally there's certain things that you have to do because of that promise, and it felt <laughs> like it was skipped. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at the same time, we do have these themes come up again. Uh, and Joseph comes up and tries to fix it. No, Dad, you're losing it. You did it wrong. And Father refuses and says, I know, my son, I know. <laughs> he shall also become a people, and he shall be great. So he gives it to, to the older as well. Like, he'll be good too. Nevertheless, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. And so he blessed him that day. Uh, so you see it. You see the same blessing continued on into now a nation that is multi-ethnic, which was similar with Hagar. The difference with Hagar's story is like, it seems like they kind of... Were their own nation. Yeah, they, got they become like promise. the Ishmaelites. They weren't quite right? part of the same promise, it felt. Yeah, whereas in this story, they're going to come into, into the tribes. So it's interesting how how uh, this whole story kind of works out right here. And how dad just redoes his whole story. Like, <laughs> just uh, It's even the kind of the same exact thing that was prophesied over Jacob, right? Your brother shall be greater than he and his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. And like Jacob extends the same, I was the younger, I'm giving it to the younger as well. <laughs> um, but we, we've already talked about that. That's like the God thing of like using... What, what do they say in the New Testament? The foolish ways of man. And not that being younger is foolish. Maybe. You guys can tell no, me. No, it's later. just younger younger's better is all it is. Right, right. No, the foolish way of man is thinking that age has anything to do with it. Ooh, ouch. Oh, okay, fine. Way to flip that on its head. All right, well, we're pretty much at the end here, getting ready to wrap it up. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the blessings that Jacob puts on all of his different sons and zoom in on, namely, one or two that stand out in kind of an interesting kind of way. So, with that being said... Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. And see if you can beat me to the first comment. Tina, Tina, turn the car. Tina!
Tina! No, when I get angry, Bob, it's not comedic. It's just, no, it's just, it's angry, Bob. Yeah, it's just, Tina, turn the car! No Tinas were harmed in the making of this episode.